Welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I am here today with Oleg, with Frank, hello, and Chelsea Star. Hello. Hello. Um, Chelsea, I hope you know we had a lot of fun last week. Wow. Okay. It was so much fun. It was. It was great. Like, I was laughing for 40 minutes straight. Hmm. That much fun. That part wasn't great. Did you listen it was to loud, it? But. It was a really good episode. <laughs> I I didn't. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> like, wow. Why are you attacking me? <laughs> what did I do? You did nothing wrong. You went to see a show with your dad. Yeah, you want to hear about To Kill a Mockingbird? I yes. Do. Just, yes, right now on the Polygon show, you want to hear about Jeff Daniels? I do. We well, had a whole episode it, about Oklahoma one time. Why can't you talk about To Kill a Mockingbird? Uh, it, by the way, this is To Kill a Mockingbird written by Aaron Sorkin on Broadway right Jesus now. Jesus Christ. It is so Aaron Sorkin-y. Like, How Aaron Sorkin is it? Well, all the characters sound really smart and they cut each other off and they're like, you know, kind of having that cascading dialogue effect yeah. that he likes to do. After about 15 minutes, I was like, yeah, this is fine. And you realize that Atticus Finch is very much an Aaron Sorkin character before his time and that he is like a white man discovering himself and and discovering how his ideas of virtue don't necessarily fit in the society. Wow. Hmm. It all makes sense. It does. Uh, But Jeff Daniels was great. I I don't know. Overall, really liked it. But I was just like, it was hard to, that moment where you're like, God, Aaron Sorkin, you can only write one way, can't you? It sounds a bit exhausting to listen to that many people speaking in an overlapping way on live, you know, on live scenario. Much like listening to our show. Yeah. (laughs) It's not live. It's recorded. They can pause it and go back if they need to. I can't pause Jeff Daniels. Mm. I can't be like, hey, Jeff, Jeff, 31D. Can you go back five lines? Yeah, that's great. I feel like, I mean, who's tried doing that, you know? Like, Me. you should, have you tried doing that? That's why I know it won't work. <laughs> yeah, she was there. She was yelling at Jeff Daniels behind us. Yeah, thanks for leaving that part out. Um, no, the only people, the only characters who speak like that are Scout, Jim, and Dill. Okay. Their friend. So it's like, oh, the kids kind of just because the 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 whole narrative is told kind of in reverse from the kids' perspective and they interject as narrators. Okay. Oh. So I think and in, overall in that interesting stuff, uh like I found it I did think it was good. It was a like they also put some parts of the play in a lot more sharp relief, like wondering about who really killed the person mm-hmm. and things like that. So Okay. Yeah. But would you recommend spending my money to go see the play? I don't know, man. This is admittedly, I don't only, I only see theater when my parents are in town and they're like, yes, we will spend money on a play because I don't make those priorities in my life. All right. Well, you should think about changing your life. What a lukewarm Wait, I did. Cell. Excuse me, except I did come and see your play. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Seeing Friends plays is different. I saw two Friends plays last weekend slash week. Oh, that uh, was very good. Simone has friends. I'm good sorry. for her. <laughs> Listen, I know people in the theater now. Anyway, today on the Polygon Show, we're going to be talking again about control. Remedies game control, which, you know, anytime you Google something from that game, you have to add remedy to the search because... It will not come up. It will not it come will up. Not come up. Very unfriendly. Especially SEO. when you search "control boss." <laughs> control boss. Um, then we're going to be talking about outer worlds, um, not to be confused with outer wilds. Broken record. Uh, Obsidian's new game, and also what the golf and Allegra has more to say about Ring Fit Adventure now that it is out. Yes. Yes. I do. But first, we have also an announcement for listeners of the Polygon Show, and that is that after this episode, we are going to be going on a hiatus for a couple of months. Uh, We're going to be recording a Game of the Year episode that you can listen to, and there's going to be a couple episodes of History of Fun in our feed. So if you've not listened to History of Fun yet, don't fucking do that. (laughs) You have to wait. (laughs) Uh, But the reason for that is because we want to do some retooling of the show and change formats and make something that I think fits three hosts a little better 
than the current format of the show does. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hiatus is for us to re-energize and think about what exactly, well, we know what we want to do. We're not going to tell you, but think about the best way to kick that process off. So I'm really excited about that. It will be sad not yelling at you guys about what I'm playing and watching every week. But I'm also really excited to like rejuvenate the show and make it something that I'm super proud of again. So uh, I hope that people won't be too upset about that. I hope you'll be happy about that and excited about having a fresh a fresh Polygon show in your feed. We're all just here to make Simone proud. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just about you. And I'm not proud of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Simone came to us and was like, you guys... I'm not. I'm not really digging you right now. I'm not digging your work. And Chelsea and I came together and we said, "Freak, we got to do something." Simone, be not proud. And to be clear, but well, that was funny. To be clear, <laughs> thank you. It is Chelsea and Allegra who are going to be doing all the work. I'm just going to sit there and mm-hmm. let them know how I feel about them on a scale of proud to disappointed. Do you mm-hmm. have some kind of big chart planned or maybe some big hand puppets or like a big sign that you raise and lower depending on how you feel about our performances? Yes. Uh, I will have sort of a, a, sl- a you know projector slide thing that I pull up and down. Mm. Um, and there'll be one that has a big smiley face on it with a check mark. Mm. But then behind that will be one with a sad face and a, a, a red X. Wow. So... Whichever one I pull down, you'll see. It'll go. Part of the hiatus is us trying to figure out how to portray that without this being a video. Because yeah, part of the hiatus will also be me learning to be less annoying. (laughs) Well, I mean, I when you said slide, I was thinking you were just going to tell this all through slide whistle, like a. (gasps) Exactly, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this is an audio-friendly format. We are already getting somewhere. Again, to be clear, I'm joking. I will be involved. We'll be involved. Everyone's involved. Um, And part of the hiatus will also be so that I can open this water bottle. Nice. Yes. Without making bad audio for your listeners. Mm -hmm. Okay. So thank you, everyone. And I hope you tune back in for both our Game of the Year episode. er, Sorry, Media of the Year. I think we decided it was. Because we want to talk about shows and movies, too. And, of course, the very good episodes of History of Fun that will be in the feed. And then back again in 2020 for the brand shiny new Polygon show. I do like that everyone's just going to continue to get a nice, heaping, endless stream of me for the (laughs) near future. The cast of History of Fun is Russ Freshstick, Chris Plant, and Allegra Frank. Yeah, baby. (laughs) So if you you think Allegra's going anywhere... She not. She's here. She's, in fact, the only one who's staying. (laughs) Simone and I will skip merrily down the lane. Thanks, Polygon. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, what if we just took the History of Fun episodes and I played Fresh and you played Plant and we redid the audio entirely? Oh, hello. Oh, my God. But, like, yeah, you guys just say their lines and leave me in. Yeah. That would be amazing. We leave old Allegra in. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Allegra doesn't get to redo anything, even if it was bad. Perfect. Great. (laughs) But I get to fix every dumb thing that Fresh said. Mm. Anyway. Wow. Moving on to the show of the video games. First topic. Hey, everyone. I've gone back to control after um, a couple months of hiatus, because sometimes the hiatus is what's best for you. Yes. Um, So this is going to be, I'm not going to spoiler, spoiler, what exactly is happening at this moment in the game, but it is a late game fight that involves siphons. That's all I'm going to, that's all the context I'm going to provide for you. Wait, what's a siphon? I don't fucking know. (laughs) It's a thing I have to do an action on. You mean the, are these the satellite dishes? Yeah. Oh, I hate, this is literally the worst part of the game. Thank you. That is what every guide that I've looked up says. So I, I took a break from the game because I got to this particularly hard part of the game. I walked into a room and I was immediately killed. And I said, ah. that's enough for me. I put it down for a little while. And then um, I've been working on this video about control and the architecture. So last night I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to beat this game. Picked it back up. Went into that room and cleared the first like parts of that fight Immediately, one try, so easy. Then there's a slightly higher part that you have to go to. 
And this part includes the enemies that fly and throw shit at you. Mm-hmm. And I got down to the very last one. And he was flying around with his shield up, throwing things at me. And I had... I, I was getting low on health, but he was also getting low on health, and he had just a sliver left, a <gasps> sliver left. And I, I made the decision, like, do I put up my shield, do I run, or do I just keep firing my gun at him? And I kept firing my gun at him, and he, he done killed me. No! After all this. Oh, my God. So then I was like, okay, I'll try again. Mm. And I tried again. And I tried again, and I tried again, and again, and again, and again, and again. I've n- I have not gotten that close to beating it so you're since then. Again. You're on the second ridge, the fourth? Yes. There's, like, the first part the first r- part of the room that you go into that's on the bottom that's a triangle. Mm-hmm. And then there's the next highest level, and it is that next highest level. So it did save. So the first part is clear. Yeah. And then the second part, there are like healing orbs up there and there are guys that shoot missiles at you. And there are the flying dudes who sometimes spawn at the beginning and sometimes only spawn at the end. And they suck so much. And I died I since then I, I've been killed legitimately legitimately. <laughs> legitimately. And I have also done such things as dash off a ledge to my death. Uh. <laughs> or just like walk into a missile. It's really easy to dash off a ledge in your to your death mm-hmm. because the de- you don't really necessarily always have control over the direction of the dash. Control, control, uh, control. And I sometimes would also just be like furiously dashing to get away from something, and then yeah. just be like, "Oh shit!" And then you'd try to do your levitation jump to not fall off the edge and die, and, and then s- you're t- it's still it's too late. Mm-hmm. So does. Simone's experience, Chelsea, sound like yours. With oh this yeah, part of this the is game. like my. I think I spent about five hours uh, on this part. What? So far, everyone that I've talked to, when I've been like, "Oh, I'm in a hard boss fight," and then I clarify which one it is, and they're like, "Oh, fuck that." I think it's. Ugh. It is really. It and it is also again after the best part of the game. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, it just feels so unfair. It feels like a very huge difficulty spike because you have to you have to clear four shelves of those dudes. Uh. So, and there are the big ones that are totally shielded uh, that that stand on the ground and shoot you. And then also there are big ones that like will throw the big rocks at you yeah. that are shielded. Yeah. So it's there's That's like every kind of hiss monster. Every kind of his monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flying guys I'm really struggling with because I, I don't generally use levitate a lot. And I'm feeling like this is a point where I need to get very good at it to be on their level because they're above me throwing shit at me. I, I cannot get close to them unless I'm flying, but then they're going to they're gonna hurt me. <laughs> my, my advice, Simone, for those guys is to try basically make sure you're energy meter is full so that you can basically do two targeted shots of like throwing rocks at them okay because one of them will they'll dodge the first one but if you hit them with a second right after that they won't dodge the second shot oh chelsea you brain genius yes okay i did not know that i just kept getting annoying at them dodging my rocks and yeah then if you do I it if you're away. like literally like <laughs> boom boom Two hits. They will not dodge. Boom, boom, I want you in my room. Spend the night together. Now until forever. Wow. Uh, Good important. Yeah. (laughs) Me pulling an all-nighter with control. (laughs) I love that song. That is genuinely helpful, though, um, and I'm I'm gonna. Take it that doesn't help to you heart. with the part after that, but like, well, I will, <laughs> I will come to you for a second advice. I, yeah, happens. I honestly like I I only managed to get through this part by memorizing. Literally, it's like okay, I have this whole system. These bosses spawn in here, and th- and this is how I will approach, and I will just like modify a little bit each time to try to improve it. Does it keep uh, saving incrementally? No. What? No. Does it stop here? Yeah, you're at the... Fuck that. It's awful. That's why I really do hate this part, because it, it feels like it needs one more save checkpoint, and it doesn't have it. That's... It's got, like, one section that is not that hard, and you can get through it, and it'll save, and then it's like, oh, and now you have to climb on four different, lig- like, ledges. Yeah. No. This part is, like, <sighs> I love this game. This part is just genuinely... I had no issues killing the fridge. Oh, yeah? Well... 
I killed the fridge in one try. Actually, I loved the fridge. I love the an fridge. Actual... There's a there's a boss called the fridge. Oh, it's just called the fridge. It's no, not it's an it, actual. Well, fridge. It's a fridge. Is it a, a refrigerator? Fridge. Yeah. Yes, it's possessed it's by a some lot stuff. Of things. Allegra. Oh, I I literally I have to say my eyes are glazing over I'm at so all the sorry. things. It's not that it's boring. It's like there are rocks and there are big men and small men <laughs> and cameras and ledges. I mean, that's every game. I know. It's like I'm trying to map it to something that makes sense to me. And I'm like, Metal Gear? And then you said fridges and I'm like, not Metal Gear. Well, the whole persona. persona. One, of, one of the big premises of Control is that these items are possessed by kind of otherworldly forces. And so a lot of times you're like, you have to, you encounter this fridge that always has to be looked at by a human. Otherwise it goes wild and will just like kind of do that like quantum thing where it bounces all over the place. If it's not being observed, it, it goes feral. It goes feral <laughs> is what the game says. <sighs> feral is a good word. Got it. It is a really good word. Um, and uh, so very in right now. <laughs> Yes, so the fridge will go feral if no one is observing it, and you've been like, you see this guy in the game who's like been watching the fridge forever, and he's like, please, my eyes, I can't close them, or the fridge, and so you have to go in and save him, and then it, it leads to boss fight. You must fight the fridge. Wow. <laughs> see? Uh, does that give it more context? Or it you, does. Or so you... is Simone almost done with this game? Yeah. Honestly, so close. you're so freaking close. Once uh, you beat this, it's like an hour. It's interesting because I, I found myself last night when I went back in um, really wishing for more side quests. And I think <laughs> that's silly because there's, you know, two kinds of games right now. And one is the game that is a somewhat normal length, a narrative game that's a normal length. And the other is a narrative game that is 150 hours long <laughs> because it's packed with side quests. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the latter and Control is the former. But I went back in with this desire to just like power up and grind a little bit because I didn't feel ready. Yeah. Um, and you can go back into areas and guys respawn. And there are some side quests, but it just wasn't... It wasn't enough. The difficulty spikes of that game are often also on the side quests. Like, there are two things that I've still never finished in that game, even though I've beat it, and I just won't. I think I'm going to try to do the anchor. Oh, yeah, the anchor. The anchor and the mold are the two things that just... The mold? The mold. Is it actual mold? Yes. It's so much mold. It's like a a mold-infested crevasse. Ew! It's mold world. It's mold world. world. And it, it is like... An extra dimensional mold, and these moldy guys come out and throw up mold at you. No! And I, yeah, it's like cleaning my shower. Am I right, guys? Yeah. 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 I do not, I do not like, I actually, that's the one section I was like, you know what? Because sometimes you just like guys would be shooting mold like at snipers. You. Snipers. And you're like, I don't even know where it's coming from, and now I'm dead. Infuriating. Well, that'll be the next thing I complain about. Enough of my complaining. Let's move on to actual let's do a posy one next. Allegra, tell us about Ring Fit Adventure. I like how this is the posy one when in the doc where we record what we're gonna talk about, I literally said, Allegra is a sad girl. Okay, in my defense, <laughs> it starts Ring Fit Adventure is so freaking good and positive. And then that's it fair, continues and saving my life right now, Allegra is sad. <laughs> So, <laughs> you're, okay, that's true. This is positive. I had to really read through the line. <laughs> it's a swerve at the very end. Yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, so I, I've i talked about Ring Fit on the show before, I suppose. Uh, and Chelsea, I think I saw, or we, you said that you also started playing it. No, I day. purchased it, but then I like looked at it, and it was like, well... I'll get to this soon. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I was trying to see if anyone else uh, was playing it on my Switch friends list. And the only person who was was Mike McWhirter, who reviewed it for you guys. There's a there's an apartment space issue that I need to figure out. So, yeah. Well, so I thought I would have that same issue. However, here's my story. As I know Chelsea knows. Simone, you probably know this, too. I am not exactly a gym rat, but you I, you I are very out. fit. You I am very work fit. Work out like every day. Yeah, I do. You, you go to the gym. You're you're still trying to get me to sign up for class pass. Yeah, <laughs> I work out like four or five days a week um, because 
I find it kind of fun, but mostly I find it to be a very important anxiety relief for me. That's a sublimation, right? That's the technique of like mm-hmm. burying your feelings through exercise. Yes, but cool. it's a positive sublimation. It, it, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is, po- it is positive in a good way. It yes. like helps you kind of get rid of that anxiety and release. Exactly. Um, of course, it does have the benefit of strength and fitness, but uh, it's extremely necessary for me and the last couple weeks i've been mucho sad uh because of i don't know probably just general depression is it well the weather is uh cold the weather has been bad and daylight savings time means that now the sun the sun is currently setting behind us because we're recording this at 4 27 yeah and the sun is going to set in 20 minutes it's horrible so yeah i am really affected by the seasons for sure so the last couple weeks i've just been like in this very down state and i have I have mustered up the strength to go, haha, strength, to go work out. But even going to the gym alone has been sort of a trying process because it's harder when you're alone. And Jeff moved to Philly. Yes, my old gym buddy, Jeff, the engagement editor for Polygon, left months ago. And so it's been a solitary experience for me. Did not leave Polygon, left the city. Left the city. He's in a different (laughs) city now. Um, yeah, so especially when I'm very down, it's like oh, I'm dragging myself out of bed to go be alone in a public place mm. and, you know, just it's sweaty and everyone is gross and nobody cleans off the mats or the machines no. properly. So yeah, selling I'm, me on gym life. I know. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get sick and I'm by myself and hey, I'm listening to the same place, whatever. It's been sort of a downer. Um, however... I received Ring Fit Adventure when it came out, um, I guess a couple weeks back now, and I had it sitting in my room, and I remembered how much fun I had playing it at that preview event a couple, like a month or two ago, and I was like, you know, I, I'm having trouble even getting out of my bed, let alone to the gym. Maybe I should capitalize on the fact that I have this exercise game that I can just do in my house, which I am having trouble leaving. (laughs) So I decided to, thankfully my living room is just big enough to play this game. So I hooked it up and my roommates were home and I was like, I'm going to use this as like a nice teaching opportunity. Here's a fun thing I tried a couple weeks ago, you guys, an experience I had. Let's enjoy this together. And for the first time in months, I sort of had a gym buddy again. It's a single player game, so it's not like they were playing it with me. But eventually my roommate started to catch on to what it like what the game is so you know you use the ring and you pull it in and out to do different attacks and you actually have to like jog in place and she found it like really funny especially in the little RPG battles where you have to do different moves and when we got to the RPG battles she's like okay I want to try so then we kind of would pass on and off so not only was it like oh I'm still exercising which is good for me it's also like now it's like a multiplayer game because my roommate is cheering you on yeah like she was like lol this is funny oh you're going fast that was great you did all those reps and the game itself there's like a little uh, exercise coach named Tip oh my god and (laughs) just funny because they give you tips Ah. Um, (laughs) it's horrible but um, the thing that's really great is before and after you like play a couple levels Tip will come in and say, hey, you know, it's a really good idea to stretch. Would you like to stretch right now? Which is also a thing I never do at the gym because that's like, you know, it's belaboring my time there. It's um, I don't want to like be there. It's just stretching. It feels like such a waste for me. And I don't like doing that in front of people. Mm-hmm. So it was nice that like, You're at the gym. I know it's stupid. I still get self-conscious. But Tip was like, you know, telling me positive things about fitness. And basically it's like, oh, stretch your back. This helps you whatever this should calm you down and make sure you feel this stretch when you do this move and remember like exercise is a really great way to help you find balance like it's this very positive presence and because it's nintendo i don't find it cloying i find it very earnest Mm -hmm. so after playing this game for about an hour i like sat down and i felt very Work, like I had had a good workout actually, which was cool. Um, like I was very, very sweaty. It was disgusting. That part was gross. But uh, my roommate was there too, and she was like, "Hey, that was really fun." And I was like, "Yeah, it was fun." Wow. Do you think that she's gonna try to play it uh, herself? 
Um, well, she doesn't understand how to turn on the switch, so probably huh. not. Wow. But, you uh, have to help her. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you have to be a good roommate. Yeah. Wait, so I have a question when you're sharing the experience. Yes. There's the ring, yeah. and then there's a leg strap. Okay, so let me tell you. Do you so the leg strap goes around your upper thigh, so people who do not know, and yes. it's, there's a Joy-Con in there to make sure you're doing the movements properly. Mm-hmm. Do you remove the leg strap and give it to your roommate? So with your leg sweat. <laughs> Here's how we kind of did it. Here's another reason why this was particularly fun. So I did give her the leg strap because she was trying to do, I think, squats. So you need the leg strap for that, I think. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really working properly. I don't know what I did when I unstrapped it from my leg and gave it to her. It just like stopped working. So we ended up coming up with a system to cheat the game. So I would just kind of raise and lower the leg strap to a con and she would use the ring. And so there were definitely times we were playing together and we, neither of us were actually moving at all. It was really bad, but she was like, this is so great. We found out how to cheat. I love this. I was like, yeah, this, at least you're enjoying it. Cheating fitness. She you're was cheating like, yourselves. Yeah, she was like, this is awesome. We're not even doing crunches. <laughs> That's not how you win the game. <laughs> I, I, meanwhile, I'm like, wait, we're supposed to be exercising. I'm really sweaty. And she's like, I love that we're not moving our bodies. <laughs> That's like doing the Wii tennis or something, but only sitting on the couch with the Wii remote, like swinging on your side yeah. and not not engaging in the Wii activities as intended. This is like, I used to play a lot of um, the GameCube Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix game. <laughs> and sometimes if I was tired, I would just sit on the mat and use my hands to hit the arrows. Yeah. Why would you, but why is that the game you'd play if you were tired? Because <laughs> it had really good music. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. It makes me feel like maybe I should check that out because I won't. I'm, I'm in physical therapy right now for my dumb foot, mm-hmm. um, but I won't be in there forever, and that means that I'll have to will myself to leave the house to do yoga again. Yeah, and so far that's proven to be impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard, man. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. I was talking to Jenna about it, and like she works out every week and says like yeah if I don't do that I'm miserable I gotta work out Mm -hmm. Um, and you have to work out because of your brain and I should work out it does make me happier and yet I cannot will myself to do it yeah (laughs) that's basically my problem like I just have no I've I've kind of realized that if it's something that relates directly to my own Mm self-improvement I'm bad at doing it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's just like a resistance thing there. Like, yeah, like this you, is my vegetables. I will not eat it. Yeah, it's even or it's like okay, I've been trying to learn to meditate. Mm, uh, oh my god! And it's like okay, well, I I know I need to do this thing more often to get better at it, and but like literally making the time to do it has been. I don't understand why this is so hard for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and you know it's five minutes. Yeah. Your brain knows that. Well, oh, it's because I was using the Headspace app and yep. they were like, well, now it's 10 minute sessions of like, I can't do this. Fuck you. 10 minutes? No. 10 minutes? Oh 10 whole of my minutes? I this can't is, imagine. This is Absolutely the morning not. where I get ready to go to work. I There's don't only have 10 so minutes. much time. It's not like I'm in control of when I wake up. No. <laughs> you. Well, the reason I can do the gym, and this is actually another sell for Ring Fit Adventure, but I, it's like, in, it's baked into my routine at this point. Like, I know, okay, I will get up at this exact time, and I will get to the gym by this exact time, which means I'll get back home by this time to shower, and da 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 mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have the privilege of, like, my gym is eight minutes from my house. Like, I can just walk right down the street and whatever. Um, yeah. So that helps. But, like, yeah, if it were up to me just having to will myself, like, oh, after work, or not even having a direct, like, specific time, I don't know how I'd get there either. But the cool thing about Ring Fit Adventure is it lets you set an alarm so that when you look at your switch or whatever, I I haven't tested it in terms of like actual sound, but basically it'll go off at like 930 or whatever time you choose. Mm -hmm. And when you pick up your switch, it'll automatically like force the game open and be like your alarm's going off like the only way to turn Mm -hmm. it off is start playing the game which is cool especially if it's like you come home and you just want to sit down and play your switch like if you set that alarm for ring fit it's just going to already go off and be like nope you got to do this yeah i want to know if this works because like will it 
just go off if it's sitting in the dock and I'm not playing it? Or does it... I want to. I want to know how that works. It, I think it does because I came home and I, I like switched the cards out. I was playing something else, and then the next day the alarm was supposed to go off. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the Ring Fit data is still on my Switch, even though the card wasn't in because I have a physical copy. And it had the alarm thing on it. Hmm. It was like, oh, you missed your alarm, or your alarm went off, or something. Hmm. So it's. I need to try it more, but it was like a really cool kind of thing because that's definitely a big part of it. Of like, okay. I'm going to have to just decide to do this thing. It's like I need to be told I must do this thing by my. I have seven alarms that go off in the morning. That's why I like physical therapy because yeah. I'm paying money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because your doctor made tell you tell me what to do. I have one more important question. Yes. Yeah. What is the nature of the buff daddy dragon? Uh oh. Oh, he hot. Well, mm. I don't know if he's hot. He's just, he's very large. Yeah, he's wearing a leotard. Yeah, he's very, very large. He's a little bit flirty with your friend person. Who's is he ascension. a villain? He's bad. Mm. Oh my god, they always the writing he's a is bad boy. the writing is weird because at the different levels. So the narrator is like your sentient exercise ring, whose name is Ring, who's really annoying, and he's always like, "Oh, we must go to the next town because Drago." That's his name. His uh, name's Drago. Yeah, Drago's dark influence is there. I sense his dark influence. The townspeople are worried of his dark influence. It's like nobody taught. What does dark influence mean? Just say he's evil. Like his, what? It's <laughs> his mesh tank top or mesh leotard. It it has a dark influence on the people. I bet they're all starting to wear mesh leotards. Oh, oof. But he also works out. Mm-hmm. So how is he a bad role model? Is it just because his fashion? I know. His dark influence. It's like, in what to way? To work out hard and become yeah. buff? Yeah. And to beat him? To strength train and be a weightlifting master? I don't understand how he's a bad person. Yeah. I don't. Show me the receipts. What has he done? Exactly. Besides be a hot dad. I know. I don't know. Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> I needed the facts, okay? Moving on. Chelsea, you have been playing Outer Worlds, the new RPG from Obsidian. Yeah. Can I be really obnoxious for yeah. a second? Can you tell me what the frick this game is? I only yeah. hear its name it's as you space. As you pointed out, Simone, I always think you mean Outer Wilds, and even that game I'm still struggling to understand what it is. I everyone's talking about it. Wait, Someone I talked about me, Outer Wilds on this podcast. I, you, I know, but even then I'm like, out don't you mean Outer Wilds, the game I finally figured out but outer worlds is different and someone was like are you playing that i'm like is it by is it by white people and about white people and they said yes but no it's not only about white people so i'm like (laughs) maybe this would be interesting to me but i have no idea yes so i'm i'm playing outer worlds and what outer worlds is is yeah this was by Obsidian, who is, I mean, like their background is role playing games. So this is very, it feels very much like a Fallout game. They made Fallout 1 and 2 before Fallout was re- acquired by Bethesda. And they also made Fallout New Vegas uh, for Bethesda, which everyone loves that game. Everyone loves. So that's like a little bit of the background in that it is a very traditional role playing game that you have a bunch of skill checks. You don't necessarily have classes, but it's like you can rank up your skills in different areas. So I made a character that, like, this is my freaking typical RPG character is, like, I made a character who's very good at talking and maybe not good at lifting things or hitting things, uh, but very good at talking. Author insert. (laughs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And, uh, like, because it sounded fun. It seemed appealing. Um, So you, you... the premise is is that there was a giant ship of colonists that were trying to leave Earth and get to another planet, but uh, they like a bunch of bad things happened, and now they're all frozen in hyperstasis or whatever, like in floating in space. And a man comes and rescues you off the ship, and that's when you create your character, um, and sends you down to this planet to like eventually try to rescue those other people. Okay. So that's the premise. And the promise of the game is like you can play it anyway, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like an open world. It's an open world game. Okay. In space, you're a space person. But um, is it 
25 hours long or is it 150 hours long? I've heard that it's not that long from okay. from Cass and other people. I heard you could play it to 22. She she said 22 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. I don't okay. know if that's necessary. I think I, so I've played it for about five hours, but mm-hmm. I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't, maybe, I think my issue is that I maybe don't have as much nostalgia for Fallout as a lot of other people. Yeah. Did you play New Vegas? Uh, A little. I just like, I don't know. For some reason, I've played other role-playing games. I never also got super into Bioware. I think the only Bioware game I really enjoyed was Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Um, but to me, like you show up in this town, the first town you arrive in, and it's like, holy shit. Did you guys know capitalism is bad? <laughs> because well. <laughs> because this game will tell you. It is so fucking bleak. They're like, yeah, everyone has to pay every year for their prepay for their graves mm-hmm. because people are just objects for the machine of workers. And I'm like, like, can you just be a little more subtle? Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I don't, for me, like some people were like, this writing is so great. I'm like, this is so not subtle. Oh, yeah. no. To me, I don't know. There was like, there's But a is whole, it funny? In some ways. I don't know. I had a hard time caring about the characters. Mm. Oh, man. And that oh, was man. The, that was maybe my issue because it was like your first job, you're, you're just trying to find a part for your ship so that you can leave. Mm-hmm. And yeah. your first job is like to do that, you, you talk to the leader of the town. And he's like, these, well, they have a power converter over here, but you have to shut down their village to get them to return to the town because I need more workers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I don't, dingus. You d- yeah, jerk. It's just like, I didn't, and then you, then he's like, and now this wonderful girl will come with you. And this is the one, Pavarotti, that ever, Parvati, Parvati, yeah. Parvati. Yeah. Yep, Parvati. <laughs> my brain. I know this from Harry Potter. There were one of the Parvati twins. played by, <laughs> Ash- <laughs> you're like, shut up. No, I know, it's fine. Parvati played by Ashley Birch. Um, and I know, like, the internet is obsessed with her and loves her right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. what is her deal? Um, she's very cute and nice and good. She she's is, the but ace she's one, right? So not to reduce her, but she's ace. Yes, I saw yes. something about that. <laughs> yes, cool. she's. Sorry, I didn't hear you over Chelsea's yes. <laughs> wailing. <laughs> I'm so, well. It's just she just exists. As so far, I am in this mm-hmm. adventure. She just is like exists as your conscience. She's like, do you really want to cut off these people's power? They're living yeah. so peacefully. And I was like, no, I just want my ship part. Like, so much of it was just like, no, I don't actually care about any of your conflict. I felt kind of like a selfish person, but I was just like, I just want the goal. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. care. And I even actually kind of like did, and everyone was like, oh, I had to make this choice. And I was like, I didn't care about the choice. To me, the choice was like boring. And because I didn't even care about the choice, still like the right thing ended up happening. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I didn't even try. And yet the guy, when I came back to town, the the guy was like, I guess I've learned and changed my ways. And I was like, I didn't teach you anything. (laughs) (laughs) So the universe taught you this lesson. So it kind of sounds like the openness is sort of illusory in this sense. Yeah, exactly. I do think the openness, I mean, they all they all promise this stuff like, well, you could go through and stealth everything and you don't have to fight. I'm like, yes, you do. As soon as you try to stealth some one person, the whole mob's aggroed and then you just have to you have to shoot a bunch of guys. It didn't feel like the promise was there. And yeah. also just like, I don't care about these characters yet. I yeah. I know that there's like the sexy priest that you meet. And I'm like, that's true. I did hear about the sexy priest. I've mm-hmm. met him. He's not joined my party yet, but I've met him. And I was not like, yet. you talk way too much. <laughs> I am super bored. Oh, oh my God. Man. I, so disappointed. I know. And I think that I, I, I'm pretty sure that I have an unpopular opinion in this in this and I like everybody's said and I've listened to other podcasts where they like go on so much about how great this game is and I just like it's not resonating with me. That's interesting. Do you think it's just not just because you're just not a fan of that kind of mm-hmm. RPG? It could be. And also maybe and I was also thinking about it because I remember I very much like I did invest myself in Knights of the Old Republic and I played mm-hmm. this super light side Jedi that was helping everyone with their things. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I just don't have the emotional capacity to care about these people. And <laughs> maybe point. you're just really busy and stressed right now. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I don't care about you and your like extreme capitalism problems like but it is interesting when you guys pointed out the conversation about how long this game takes this does seem like the sort of game that would benefit from you know having more time 
I mean, I to develop these things. Uh, but if it's like protracted or no contracted into like you know it could be done in twenty two hours, it sounds like it's sort of not actually. Simone, allowing can you look that. up how long to beat? Hell yeah, and see what like let's find the actual internet's thoughts on this before I commit a statement. Twenty four hours. Oh, see, yeah, that's pretty short. For I was yeah, this. I was spot on. Okay, you were. Yeah, I'm very impressed. So I do. I I I also talked to Patrona. Um, who is playing it? And she said, "No, the second town is Sorry, at least twenty-four hours." Okay, well, that's a little bit different. I've I've cleaned up all the messes in this one town, so I might just give it another go and try the next one. And like, I understand a lot of people on staff like it, but also mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, "It's like a warm blanket," was what someone said to me. So, and like, if you liked New Vegas, and yeah, if you really Bioware RPGs, maybe this or is and, for and you. really liked Fallout, and and this yeah. was the thing you wanted from Fallout. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to continue to try for the sake of like, it seems like I'm on the wrong side of history here, but, <laughs> but I'm, I don't know. I know that feeling. Yeah. When something's just very popular and everyone loves it. Uh, to be clear, I'm not talking about Outer Worlds cause I haven't played it yet. Cause I don't have time. Yeah. That's but, um, yeah, the wrong side of history feeling. <laughs> Thank you. What was the last thing, uh, that happened to you on Allegra? Uh, for something that everyone said was amazing and yeah. I thought was Garbo. Um, hmm, trying to think. It's a brutal way of putting it. <laughs> well, I mean, I would say a lot of games that Polygon likes. <laughs> like, I don't like any kind of game, like any of the things you're describing, really. Like, I don't, I was like, yeah, I don't like any Fallout game. Uh, I'm trying to remember what game of the year was last year. Was it God of War? I thought that game was pretty boring. Uh, control, uh. I thought was pretty boring. Uh. <laughs> so you, have you, you, fucking I, brutal. We already discussed. We about- discussed how I need to actually put my hands on it, but I'm like, I, every time I think about that, I'm like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> but also, I am the only person who likes Metal Gear Solid Two, other than Chris Grant. So not, I'm always I, on the right side of history sometimes, while Polygon's on the wrong one. But I've had this. I also had this feeling. The last other example I can think of is uh, how I felt about the movie Pixar movie Inside Out. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Which I was just like, that was fine. Yeah. You know what? Same. That's also it. I Yes, there are a lot of movies where I'm like that. I was looking at the Polygon. Not to just be calling out Polygon, but I was looking at the (laughs) top 10 list for the decade. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Don't worry. I don't agree with any of the Vox opinions either. Don't worry. (laughs) But um, they all love Succession. And you know I don't watch that show. Yeah. That's wow, another you one. Even tried. But uh, uh, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, I was like, that movie's like good question mark. Girls. Like oh I was just like, no, why? Okay. Yes. yes. Whatever. That's Ben uh, Kuchara with Parasite, which he apparently thought was just okay. I still have not seen Parasite. To give the context here, because we should put yes. this link in the show notes, is everyone on Polygon gave their top ten movies of the decade. Simone, what was your top movie of the decade? Did you give your list, Simone? I no, don't think you I did. Yeah, I know. That's what I want to. I liked I Chelsea's list. I remember I liked your list. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I had Boyhood, which I know you loved. Yes, there was something on your list, and I was like, "That's my girl right there." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patches said I could still submit one if I wanted to, but the truth is that I hadn't even started thinking about it, and the idea is very daunting because I would have to look at a list of movies that came out in the last decade. Yeah, it's scary. And that's super intimidating. I tried not to think over, overthink it too much, and just like read the IMDb top two hundred and fifty, and then like mm-hmm. made my list on my commute one day. That way, I was like, okay, then I won't spend hours on this. Mm. Time to make more work for Matt Patches. More work for Matt more Patches. Work for Patches. Okay, like, what would you say yours is then for the decade top movie? Yeah. Oh, the Tale of Princess Kaguya. I have not seen that. The only person who had it on their list was Matt Patches. Was Patches. And I DM'd him. I was like, good job. And he was like, you got it. Um, Yeah, that's the best movie uh, of the last decade, for sure. And one of the best movies ever made. Y'all got to see it. I was surprised you didn't say your name, which I feel like that was awesome. No, I don't like your name. That's another thing. I don't really like that movie. Wow. Okay, moving on. Let's really quickly get through this last Sorry, topic. Sorry, you opened Pandora's box, Simone. Don't oh, ask Pandora's me. Pandora's box of Allegra's bad opinions. My great opinions. Polygon <laughs> is wrong. you have to start a podcast that's called Not Like Other Critics. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all of your opinions on whatever the, the thing that people are talking about is. Yeah. I like Rogue that. Rogue One, 
not a fan. <laughs> I don't like it. That was another one. <laughs> a lot of people on Polygon had Rogue One I on know. their list. I know. I had so many conversations with people about that. I've mixed. I'm mixed. I'm getting into but my we'll... Larry David mode, so let's move on. <laughs> Rogue One! She's going full Larry. <laughs> She's 75% Larry right now. We gotta move on. Okay. Uh, Chelsea, tell us about... We're gonna wrap up with a really quick Apple Arcade topic. Chelsea, tell us about What the Golf. What the Golf! What oh the my, Golf! Oh my gosh. I thought... So what the golf mm-hmm. to me on first this is a game that is on both like the Epic Game Store but also on Apple Arcade. Cool. Um and at first blush I was like this is just like a silly physics based game and I know I have a history of liking those and I do but I was just like I don't see the appeal. Like yeah. or like how how long can this bit go? Um a long time. This <laughs> this game is so much funnier. Uh, yes, it is a basically short courses of this physics-based golf game, but it throws all of your expectations out the mm-hmm. window all the time based on how the levels are created. Because sometimes you're not thro- like sometimes you're not swinging the golf ball; you're throwing the golfer. Sometimes you're throwing the club. I want to throw a golfer. Oh my god! Sometimes the golf ball is a soccer ball, and you have to keep it away from a mob of children. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. They sometimes. They did like a, I don't know if either, any of y'all played Angry Birds Space, but it's really good. It was the one with the, was it Space? The one where they had planets and you had to shoot yeah, the I stuff. Yeah, I briefly play that. Yeah, and, the, and they the gravity rotates them around the planet. Yes, so they had a, some levels where you're shooting a golf ball that's like a planet. And you're, the gravity is pulling it around. That's wow. Cool. Um, yeah, and it's just like everything, there were so many times where I just was like, laugh out loud just like surprised by what the game did it parodies there's a flappy bird mm-hmm. level oh my god what? yeah like i don't even want to tell the rest of the stuff because there's like so many surprises that i'm glad i kind of just didn't know a lot about it yeah basically my friend dustin was like no you have to play this game this is like easily one of my 10 best games of the year wow and that's so cool yeah and it's so fun and it is like extremely lighthearted also has one of the coolest things I wish like every game had, which is just a mode at the front and the title screen. It says "Show a friend," and so you t- you just like load that mode, and it basically has like some of the best of levels so that your friend can easily understand the game. Oh, Hell yeah! That's what? so smart. Yeah, what? I, I need to actually. I should have put this on the site. I'm bad. Yeah, Do hello. Put it on the site. That's so good. Because I was like, why has why haven't Every mobile game or even like yeah. console games, like a game with a unique mechanic that they all need a show your friend mode like that way. Because Absolutely. I think word of the mouth is the best way to get someone to like a game. Mm-hmm. It was so freaking back cool. through levels being like, um, oh, I think this was a good one. Let me load it up. Oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, it was no. the other one. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Um, okay, yes. let me back out. There are so many games where that would be so beneficial. Yes. It is so smart. Yeah. And I, I I, was like, wow, I cannot believe this is the first time I've seen this feature in all the video games I've ever played. That's so, brilliant. How many levels have you experienced so far? Do you know? Uh, like, how long do you think this game is? Because I, I can imagine, like... It sounds sort of like a puzzle game. In I feel like I've way. done forty or fifty, and I oh, still wow. feel like there's more. the levels are short, but you know it's like some are harder than others, and some are just like oh I got this, and then some, and then they'll layer the concepts on each other, and it does get like challenging in a fun way, not in a mean way. Do you feel like some of those earlier courses per se like would be replayable? Have you wanted to replay anything? Oh yeah, because you can you can the original way you play through is just to beat the level, and then you can try to get par. And beat a score. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not just a pure like goal. I know. It's golf. It's, it's it's golf, actually. Yeah. I played a a demo of this game like two years ago, um, back when it was I think it was on itch or something. And it had a couple of those levels. The one it had a level where you had to throw the golfer. And I definitely remember that being the one that took me by surprise. And maybe the soccer ball level too, because I sort of thought it was just gonna be kind of like a silly dumb here's just your golfing and it's on weird courses it's wacky yeah Yeah, but definitely it's really it is honestly funny the kinds of ideas they come up with for those courses get that free beta i'm gonna do it or the one month free trial i've i've been putting it off for so long um this game is legitimately so good i want to play that i want to play grindstone i want to play cards of darkness 
I want to play the Neko Atsume people game. Oh, yeah. What? They the, have a game, too? Yeah. They have a game. What was it about? Neko Goth Atsume, Girl? but people. <laughs> yeah, actually. The people. The, you know, we talked about this when you were gone, yeah. but it's a it's, it's a goth a girl like a goth girl trying to repair her broken heart mm-hmm. and making friends along the way wow. by the Neko Atsume team. Stop it. I know. That's great. Yeah. That alone got me oh wanting to be on this train, which I still have not gotten Wait, so on. neither you have it either? No, we're really bad about Listen. this. <laughs> Well, on that note, thanks everyone for <laughs> listening to the Polygon Show. Uh, if you haven't given the podcast a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll do it before we change our format. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for new, new, old reruns of History of Fun and also our game slash media, our Mooty, our Media of the Year Moody. episode, which we'll be recording in the next few weeks and releasing around uh, the holiday time. And if you want to, I mean, yeah, this is a good time to follow us on Twitter if you're not following Polygon Show or follow all three of us. And we will, like, mm-hmm. be sure to update yeah. as, as we come yes. closer to re-release. Please follow. Do not unfollow. I keep very specific count of my followers. So Allegra, what know. is your Twitter? Uh, legs Frank Cap L Cap F. But I guess that doesn't really matter. But and Chelsea, what, are you, what about you? <laughs> Chelsea Bot. Oh, nice. And I'm Doom Quasar on Twitter. I'm um, in Polygon Show. It's just Polygon Show. I like on that Twitter. you said, oh, nice to Chelsea, as if you like don't you follow know, her. I forgot what her name was. You're like, oh, okay, I'll go follow you. <laughs> I don't remember all my friends' cool handles. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, we will talk to you again in a couple weeks. Um, and we hope that you will join us in 2020 for the new format of The Polygon Show. Thank you so much, everyone, who has been listening to us for two and a half years. Two, two and, and a half, half years. years. That's nuts. Our first break. We've been at this every freaking day. That's what a podcast is. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. You know how many episodes of Rocket I've recorded? I don't want to know. <laughs> it's truly horrendous. I think we're at 253 oh. this week. Um yeah podcast uh (laughs) we'll see you again soon thank you so much for listening this has been the polygon show